Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, it is truly heaven on earth when you are a priest. And let me say this for all of you out there. If you have tuned into the South Park After Show here on AfterBuzz TV for the very first time and don't understand that we will crack wise and some things we... 95, if not 99% of the things we actually say we don't actually mean we're just playing characters, then you, sir, or ma'am, are not smart. <laughs> Wait, have you guys been playing characters this whole time? Because I've, I've just been me, like, uh, since the first one. All right. There you <laughs> I, go. I didn't get the memo. That is the voice of Christian Blatt. Hi there. And Steph Sabra. What's up? And I am Phil Svitek, and we are talking episode two of season 22, A Boy and His Priest, and we are playing a heaven on earth because, once again, when there's little boys, it is truly heaven on earth for every priest out there. <laughs> All right. Why stop at priest? The point wasn't every priest. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We've got Why do little... priests get to have all the fun? We, we oh, got... we're on. <laughs> Yikes. We've got a lot to discuss um, in terms of the episode, but we will also bring it down to more seriousness where we will talk about kind of the real ramifications and kind of what they're poking fun at. Uh, and that, that's one of the true things about, like, South Park. It, the humor, if you can't have a humor about anything in life, then you can't really fix in life, and your life is really miserable. That's my take. So, um, take anything we say or do with a grain of salt. Anyway, um, <laughs> before we get into all of it, uh, I, I just, overall impressions for episode two of this season. What do we think? I, th- I thought there was a lot, this episode... I can't. I feel like it was the first time in a while where there was continuously a lot of hilarious one-liners and a lot of things I would repeat. Like we were writing stuff down the entire time. Um, I feel like it's been done before, but it was still funny. Okay. Yeah, I thought uh, basically what Steph said. It was this was a this was a good solid episode, but there were so many because everybody in the town is going to church in order to make jokes. They're all constantly trying to outdo each other, and not just when they're in church. You know, there was, like, when uh, Stan's on the phone with uh, Butter's dad, and then the, the uh, Butter's mom says something. He's like, wait, 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 what was that one? <laughs> oh, can I post that? Oh, yeah, she doesn't mind. You know, so just, like, constantly, like, everybody, they're all in it for the jokes. And when Randy comes downstairs... And the priest is there, you know, and he's just like, wait, 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 I got I got to get this because uh, so just the fact that everybody's in on all the jokes, it made, for, you know, so many more opportunities for us to laugh during the episode. So uh, this is uh, this is kind of an all timer for me. I would just rewatch it if this one was on. 
you know, five years from now and I came in the middle and I'm like, oh, wait, there's there's going to be some of those devices that they had. Yeah. Some of those cleaning devices, let's say. That I'm like, I'm going to wait for that part. Well, what, what's interesting is that it, it plays fresh and yet going into this, you know, even seeing the promos, I was like, wait, we've been here before. Yeah. And, you know, we'll talk about the tie back to the 2002 episode. Red Hot Catholic Love. That's right, indeed. Uh, so we'll de- we'll definitely kind of recap that when we get to it. But uh, but I like how it stayed fresh and, and the ramifications of that, you know, it were were pertinent to this episode. And, and in, in some sense, like you would think that uh, things would be better in real life, but it, but they're not. Um, but, but, but let's start with Stan, only because very simply, his arm is in a sling, and we take this to mean that this is the aftermath of last week. Which was no big deal. It was just a regular school shooting. And he got hurt. The whole point was, it was never a big deal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So the fact that he's in a sling, no one acknowledges it. There's no explanation. You just have to remember, oh, yeah, he got shot clearly in the arm. Clearly he's all right. We don't have to talk about it. You know, I mean, we as in everyone in South Park. Let's just, yeah, it's fine. So uh, I thought that was actually kind of funny. It is interesting. It makes me think because we still don't know the exact reasoning behind Cancel South Park. And these two episodes are both really important issues. And both times, like, the town doesn't give a shit about it. And I'm wondering if it's going to be the theme of it, like, exposing those types of things as opposed to they're not doing topical things. Like, there are a lot of stuff happening in the news, but they're going away from that this week so it's in and last week so it's interesting is it well okay so let's kind of shift gears into that like um i would say it's fairly topical like what what they're poking fun at is pennsylvania which wasn't too long ago about, about a month ago the this report came out from the archdiocese of uh, i don't know if it's allegheny county but it's somewhere specific and you know the and just the the incidents that are described in there, it's like, you know, you hear, you've heard a lot of things in your life. You never heard anything like this before. You know, it's just horrific what, what you heard about it. So, yeah, obviously, if they were going to go for sort of a not to not to marginalize it, but if they were going to go for more of like a flavor of the week. They would have done something with like Kavanaugh mm-hmm. hearings. But they're looking, I think, more, you know, big picture, long term, you know, they probably had these planned. I mean, the fact that we've gotten clips from the past two episodes posted on Twitter, you know, like days before the episode airs means that they're further ahead than they are some weeks, you know. So I think that they're act- this is actually all fairly well planned out in advance. And they know it's like, look, just because it's not in the news this week, it's kind of always in the news. Yeah, yeah. but I but I think I can't remember exactly. But when they came out with the 2002 episode, the Red Hot, pre, it was I feel like that was a really quick turnaround from yeah. a case that had, that was coming in the news. Well, I mean, I, I think part of it is so. So as far as Pennsylvania, uh, 1400 page document compiled over two years implicating 300 priests 
with over a thousand miners across uh, six states. Um, this is that, that's just like that's a that's a lot. And I mean, as far as two thousand two, again, like my shocking kind of thing that I look at is that it happened so long ago. You would think it would have gotten better. <laughs> it hasn't. No, I mean they're doing an episode about the same issue 16 years later because things are not any better. In fact, you're hearing more about it. And like I said, this report, it's, it's just the worst, you know, I mean, just, you know, gang raping little boys, you know, uh, telling a boy that he has to rinse his mouth with, uh, holy water after he, you know, orally pleases a priest, you know, I mean, just like all, and I'm not even going to say the worst one that I heard because it's too, it, you know, we're trying to do a comedy show here. It's a little, it's a little much. Uh, I feel like I've already, uh, you know, sort of brought the show down, but, uh, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's just, it, it has to be in the news though, because those headlines, you, you know, you couldn't not write about it. You're just like, yeah, these are just these terrible things. And, you know, I feel like South Park gets to what uh, it would be season uh, 38. Uh, they'll probably be able to do another episode about it then, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, one of, one of the things that that for me really worked uh, that I absolutely love is Butters Innocence. Yeah. It just reminded me Butters truly represents the innocence of a child and just pure goodness in a sense because – of course, this is like the only way when I first saw the little preview and for those unfamiliar, like just go on their Instagram or something like that. Um, and you can see the clip that they chose. Yeah. Let me just as a little public service, if you sign up with their Twitter account, they will directly tweet to you a link where you watch it. So like I get those sent to me from the South Park account on Twitter. So uh, you, you'll always you'll always get a clip, I guess, for uh, an episode this season. Mm. Absolutely. And so. But but in the logic of the show, of course, Father Maxie is not a bad priest, and that's what I love is that that now this is kind of the the natural progression of it. If like if all of a sudden everyone turns on you, then yeah, who who else do you have but little boys like Butters? Yeah, and Butters is like one of the only like truly good people in the town of South Park. Arguably, Stan, but you know we we've seen him. You know, we, he's had his moments, let's put it that way. And I guess the fact that Butters has Professor Chaos to sort of, which I love the little <laughs> little cameo, Professor Chaos. Uh, the fact that he has that to sort of act out his bad side. But Butters himself is just, uh, you know, he's in every way. He's like, oh, he's such a good person. He just means well. He just wants to help this priest and doesn't understand why anybody would think any of it's weird, you know. Well, it, 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 when Steph, you talk about kind of the inaction of the the town. Not only do the kids understand not understand why they're going to church, <laughs> that to me was the funniest part. Like, why do we love it? And, and uh, as far as the the parents, they were like, we didn't understand it when when we were your age either. But you know, church is awesome. Yeah, I know. I thought they were going with kind of what happens with a lot of churchgoers in general where they're like I don't know I just feel better after but they don't have a real reason they're not genuine they're not not genuinely religious they're just like they're not very practicing religious so um I thought they were going to go that way and I was actually that was part of my probably my favorite twist of the episode that they were just there to just crap on the priest in the catholic church in general <laughs> Yeah, when they were initially on their way to church and sort of the, you know, Stan was complaining about it, 
I immediately had the thought, um, the Simpsons did this better. They did it first. <laughs> you know, there's a little, little callback for the show. But uh, it was just like, you've seen that on a lot of shows. So the fact that they did something completely different, and to Phil's point, I love the idea that they're all just there to for the jokes. You know, it's just like, even at the end of the episode, it's like, ah, we're back. Nothing has changed. Well, that's, one of the things I loved is their commitment to it, right? It's not it, just watching it. The fact that they still have a watering hole to go to and drink and complain, but they can't make the jokes. It has to be it has church. To be church, yeah. And it has to be improv. Yeah. It can't, you know, because it's in direct relationship to what's happening on stage with, with Father Maxi. But we see, also, I feel like it is when a priest is around. Like when Father Maxi was in the house and uh, they they were just playing games and it instantly became a joke. And he, Randy was trying to put it on, like, his what social media. He's like, wait, 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 let me get a picture, let me get a picture. And then when he's calling the um, Butters parents and they're still making jokes over the phone, like, it's only funny when it's right in front of them. Absolutely. It, it, I 100% agree. And um, going back, though, the connection, right? The, it's a boy and his priest. Boy and a, uh, So how did you guys feel about I, I I found it absolutely amazing and hilarious that Butters thought he was a cool kid. But as far as him feeling left out and the fact that he connected with Father Maxie in that way was just pure brilliance. There's, sorry, there's an interesting point in the chat right now. Oliver Quinn says it's all meta about getting people angry instead of making jokes about shooting and priests. They're making jokes so people will get upset and it's not working. <laughs> the whole cancel, oh, wor- yeah, Park, the whole yeah. cancel South Park argument of the point of this episode and last episode that uh, they're they're pushing the envelope on things that uh, would try to actively get people that want to cancel. It. But uh, to what Phil was saying about Butters, uh, the idea that he thinks he used to be unpopular. And now he is popular. <laughs> I love that it's just part. A test, you know, and and just it's such a great throwaway line of like, why did you invite him to Game Night anyway? I didn't invite him. So like <laughs> that was his whole point. It's like I'm popular now. I get invited to Game Night. No, you didn't. So uh, I again, it's just a testament. Why Butters is one of my favorite characters is just because he he's so content being Butters. You know, he he's just like yeah, I you know I'm a great kid. I'm very popular. My friends like me. No, nobody likes you. But that's that's the best part of you, Butters. He's like the only one who actually stays uh, his age and the rest of them have an adult mindset and they've lost their innocence. And he is the definition of the heart of a child always. Yeah, 100%. And that's why, that's why him bringing the priest, like at first it's, yes, of course, it's just them at home but then bringing him to clyde's birthday party where there's nothing but little children and the continued looks the, the more that they went out that they got um which by the way i, I want to get your opinion on the song the gotta have faith song <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i hope that it's a single and then i can buy it on itunes tomorrow when i get up <laughs> i'm gonna look for it uh, it was very funny, and the fact that the van was playing it as well was a was a nice touch, actually. Uh, but when you're talking about Clyde's birthday party, the fact that he's the the priest is out there, Father Maxi is roller skating, and he's like, "Oh no, I feel like everyone's staring at me." And then you just have these great looks from all the adults, like literally staring at him. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's roller skating. It's like, why are you at a kid's birthday party? I thought uh, that was very nice. Poor Clyde and his birthday. I know. Worst what birthday a bad ever. birthday. Um, well, this also brings Father Maxie to his low point 
which goes back to, we, we've been hinting at it, but uh, Red Hot Catholic Love. So a 2002 episode back when the Boston Globe sort of exposed everything. Well, not everything, apparently. Yeah. But it initially exposed a lot of these things. Uh, they commented on it and through this episode, and they hinted at it tonight, but uh, who feels confident enough to give a recap of that episode? Oh, of uh, Red Hot Catholic Love? We can all try. We can all try. Why don't you go first, Phil? (laughs) Well, okay, as a subplot, I'm just going to start it here. Yeah, sure. As a subplot, Cartman wanted to prove that if you eat through your asshole, you can poop out your mouth. And and um, the end of the episode <laughs> ties this aspect together so well because then they started having faith and finally were able to eat, meaning all, all like the world had faith again in, in, in God and so they could eat through their mouth and shit through their asshole. Okay, yes, uh, that was the, the B-plot. Yes. The main plot was Priest Maxi was the... The only one trying to fight the injustices, or at the time he went to it, he went to the Vatican. I'm pretty sure to raise this issue, yes. and then it was kind of thrown in his face. Well, yeah, because he kept saying like, "Oh, well, I don't rape little boys," and the, the whole church was like, "No, we get it. You don't rape little boys, but it's okay. You're among your own kind. You you can be open." Yeah. He's like, "No, but I don't rape little boys." And and back then the the parents are concerned because there's a young men's Catholic retreat and they don't want the kids to go. Oh. Uh, now they would be like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get such good jokes. You have to go." Yeah. Can you can you take some selfies for daddy? <laughs> that was Randy. In case you were wondering who I was pretending to be there. Um, and all in all, like what, what what that episode really showed was the. A, the hypocrisy, and B, just the, the stringentness of of sort of religion where everything had to be by the books. And that, like, in order to change the book, he had to, like, fight a giant spider. And it's like, okay, this is just ridiculous. If we want to change something about religion, if religion is meant to bring people together and, and highlight the good of humanity, not about, like, touching little boys and everything else. Yeah. So that was that was the main message of the episode. Yeah, and a, a key point in that episode is that the other priests, when after uh, uh, Priest Maxi goes to the Vatican, the other priests claim the holy document of Vatican law does not prohibit the behavior, so it's okay. It doesn't say we can't. So so obviously it's okay to do it, and that's what uh, Father Maxi's trying to change throughout the course of that episode. Uh, and then, of course, these problems manifest themselves in this episode. Yeah, so, you know, uh, the the turning point for him is that he feels responsible even, because even though he didn't participate, he is responsible for not having done anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but before we get to the resolution, let's talk about, I don't know, a punny thing. The resolution with uh, the Comboni. Well, you do have to talk about the cumbi before you talk about the comboni. That's right. The cumbi is the sort of it's like think of it more like the dust buster, the combuster. <laughs> and it's just gonna, you know, help you clean up when there's just little bits around. 
What's the exact line? I want one of you. Oh, to oh I, I, I please. Have it. Yeah, but you uh, let me let me uh, find it. But all the the whole scene before the resolution, we have to talk about the van. That scene is oh, yeah. so funny and well done because it's like every parent's nightmare is to have a white van pull up, men in the car waiting for your child to be taken, and then just really you, easily convinced. And, and to butters, do you? Do you like Three Musketeers? No. Do you want a rabbit? Well, no. Before that is, do you want to go camping? And like, no, because like, what kid wants to go camping in 2018? And he's like, do you like, do you like, do you like rabbits? Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there you go, Butters. He'll get in anything if he can get a rabbit. So the line in question was when we get the the cleaner crew uh, for the Archdiocese of Denver. Don't worry, Your Holiness. By the time we're done with that town, there won't be a lick of cum anywhere. <laughs> Now, Tony, who is our engineer in the booth, Tony, that's how clean this place should be. Yeah. Just saying. I heard you loud and clear. (laughs) And remember, Tony, police can detect even a milligram of cum or rectal blood. Also a a quote from the episode. I just realized what I said. That's that's horrible. And actually, I'm looking at Steph's cup right now, and it's either blood and cum or ketchup and mayo. I can't tell which one it is. These oh, are all yeah. quotes from the episode. It's probably a mixture um, There was some good quotes, with, of course, with Clyde's birthday, when they're like, it's kid's birth... It's either frosting or cum. It's a kid's birthday party. Of course it's, it's cum. cum. That was, yeah. That was oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There was a ton of one-liners, way more than last episode. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and just complete throwaways. I wrote one down where Randy's just flipping through TV and he's reading the descriptions and he's like, good, but dated in its view of gender norms. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's just the, the definition of a throwaway line, but it was so funny. I read, um, I think it was in the AV Club article, which I generally really like their articles. They were like, it seemed like an excuse just to say the word come. And I'm like, that's still funny. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, thank God we live still... in a world where the word come is still funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Especially in a cartoon. Don't take that away from uh, us. And just while we're sort of throwing out some of our favorite funny moments, uh, we should make sure that we reference the priest call, which was like the duck collar, and then you blow into it, and it's a little boy saying, I love Jesus. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. They should sell that for merchandise. <laughs> a lot of priests out there. Uh, when they send this episode out next year for Emmy consideration, there should absolutely be a priest whistle with it. Uh, well, Trey and Matt, you can do that for free. I, you don't have to give me any credit. You just go ahead and do it. Speaking of amazing uh, jokes, and particularly cum jokes, in terms of the resolution we're getting to, they said, I don't think he's coming. Oh, he's coming. Just not here. Just not here, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You can't, like, it comes to such an easy word to, to make fun of. Yeah. Um, I don't know where, like, that's, it's amazing. But, so, I love, I love what South Park is able to do. I think the resolution this time around is a little bit more impactful because, I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys, but I was rooting for Father Maxi, and when he does, when he drives that Cumboni so sadistically and kills the cleanup crew, bravo! And bravo. In, true, in true South Park fashion, they make sure that we see you know bones crunching and guts coming out. It's like you know some shows would cut away. It's like no, no, we're gonna we're gonna really linger on that and watch what <laughs> happens when you get run over by a Cumboni. It was actually one of the most satisfying endings that I've that I 
can think of in South Park for a while for me. It was a good climax. Yeah, great yeah, it was climax. A great, it was a fantastic finish. Because <laughs> I wanted some. I was like, this is a very dark subject, and although there's been a lot of funny one-liners, I need some sort of resolution. I need something, and then we got it. Because I am Catholic, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not really religious, but I wanted to see some some sort of goodness come out of this. Mm-hmm. And death was it. That. And, you know, Father Maxie, he will stay on as the priest, and he will take those jokes, much like Jesus took his crucifixion, because it means keeping people safe. Which... And loved. It's a little bit of a non-sequitur, but doesn't Jesus live in that town with a, a call-in show? We I haven't did. seen him in forever. You're so this right. This would have been a great opportunity for Jesus to make a comeback. We haven't seen... I couldn't tell you the last episode Jesus was in. I know when we were doing some countdowns, I mentioned some of my favorite Jesus uh, episodes, but uh, I don't know. This would have been a great time to have him you know, come back, even if he's just taking calls on his, his cable access show. He's a missionary. That's a good point. Yeah. Listen, well, the, the world's really messed up nowadays. He's got... He's, God only knows where he is, pun intended. <laughs> what you think of them apples? All right. Let's take a quick moment of silence for Clyde's birthday. Worst birthday ever. ever. I mean, you know, we thought it was only Kyle that didn't want a priest. Oh, that that was pretty great. It's like people people don't want to hear about Jesus at a birthday party. And Butters is like, well, of course you don't want to hear about it to Kyle. <laughs> what a great little line. So good. All right. Um, well, we've, we've sort of talked about the issues at hand, but we do have some news and gossip that we should probably get to. After Buzz TV News. Steph, that's all you. <laughs> well, our news and gossip, we were going to bring up um, the fact that we, we already discussed the callback to the arm sling, so we're getting a little bit of... That mm-hmm. they just wanted to touch on it really quickly. But mainly the fact that we're having... So many cases of priests sexually assaulting and raping little boys. And girls. And, and oca- girls. Occasionally little girls, but only when little boys aren't around. And I don't... I it, we, We're saying it jokingly, but it's one of those... Like, it's very serious. Yes. Well, very serious, but like, you, you know, we, we were kind of talking about it off air, how, how you would... Like, it's become this quote-unquote cliche thing of like, oh, little boys, but no... Girls no, there are, are there are obviously reports of, of, of little girls, but for whatever reason, that doesn't seem to be the widespread problem. So when you take a vow of celibacy, uh, I guess that uh, you're taking a vow to not doing anything with any females. But you know, in your sick, twisted mind, uh, God says it's okay to be with little boys. So you can go ahead and do that. It's just, um, and what's really interesting about how screwed up this is in general is the cover-ups. And we see that in this episode, which is really, I really like that part because it's exposing probably the worst part, not the worst part about it, right under the actual sexual assault becomes the covering up. And through the 2000s, the Catholic Church paid over $3 billion to victims across the United States and 19 dioceses and religious orders have filed for bankruptcy as a result. So they will literally go to every means necessary other than just coming out with the truth and begging God to forgive your screwed up selves. Yeah. Here's the thing, like, the episode made a point that it's it's not just priests, it's like the, the entire system is screwed up. How you fix that, I don't, I don't know. But uh, I mean, let 
priests date and marry. Yes. I mean, that would help. It wouldn't eradicate the problem, you know? And I'm not saying that this doesn't happen in other religions, but, you know, in other Christian faiths, pastors get married and they have families. And, they, you know, you don't hear about these. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but do you hear about widespread problems in, you know, Baptist churches or Protestant churches? You, it's specifically these priests who are have to be men and they have to take this vow. And uh, I don't need to tell anybody how to run their religion, uh, as especially Trey and Matt have found out. It's not worth trying to do that. But, uh, you know, it's something to consider. And, you know, the new Pope seems like kind of a, kind of a modern guy. It's maybe something yeah. that he, he could at least say, like, you know what? We're going to think about that. That it, would be a huge step because even... Even John Paul II would have would not have thought of it. He's like, oh, no, 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 we've made enough changes. We're good. I completely agree. There's so many moving parts to the issue, and a part of it is the fact of tradition. And the Catholic Church refuses to change its tradition, but then they're dealing with these disgusting issues. And you can't you can't progress. And they're losing a lot of members of the church, too, because they haven't progressed. They, like the marriage, like women can't become priests. And they're just now accepting... Um, like any sort of LGBTQ community. So that's good, but... Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, the new Pope is, like, trying to be tolerant of things that, uh, you know, previous... Whatever happened to the the last Pope? Like, he's not dead. He just got kicked out of the job, and he just, like, hangs around. He's like... He's like Kato Kalen. He's in... um, Where did they get sent? The Maldives? Oh, he's in the Maldives? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That great place. Well... I also don't think our other news story, I don't think it's any surprise that South Park got voted the number one most offensive show. Thank God. Across TV. Uh, I love that. um, And, uh, yeah, I remember uh, when Phil sent that, uh, what they did was they ranked. So, yeah, I actually have it. So with 30.7%, South Park easily came in first. So the next show is Family Guy. 10.5. 10.5. So South Park is 20% higher. Jerry Springer, 7.1. All in the Family, 6.4. Married with Children, 2.7. I, I, I'm i sorry, Married with Children. You were much more offensive than that. You're at least a 5. Uh, I, I would rank Jerry Springer higher than Family Guy, but that's just me. I would rank Donald Trump number one, but that's just me. You know that's not a TV show. That's <laughs> I know. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. But you it says, or actually... personality. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we're going to focus on the TV shows. And yeah, I he's see right there. Poor Charlie, two. poor Charlie Sheen. Like, what did he do? Yes, for part Maybe two is the most... From a porn star. Oh. The most offensive TV character slash personality of all time. Eric Cartman wins with 18.7%. Next one kind of on there is Archie Bunker at 14.5. Peter... Griffin from Family Guy comes in, uh, you know, and then we go from there. I always, even like when South Park first started, I always saw him as, I saw Eric as like a 10-year-old Archie Bunker, you know, and I think some characters can get away with saying things like that, and Cartman, of course, because it's a cartoon, he can literally say much worse things than Archie Bunker could say in the 70s, which oddly, he could say so much more 45 years ago than if you tried to do that show now. Archie Bunker wouldn't even be on it. No. Well, Howard Stern has a 1.5. Donald Trump is on there, though, 3.5. Yeah, I thought that infographic was already up, so I thought we were doing that. Well, yeah, we did. Right Um, next to Stewie. 
And by the way, uh, if I were President Trump, I would say that uh, that's why you have trouble because you don't think. That's what President Trump would say. I wouldn't say it. I'm saying that's what he would have said. Yes, indeed. So that is our news and gossip for this week. All right. Uh, Why don't we get into some predictions for next week, shall we? (laughs) And now, you're after Buzz TV. We should just call this fan fiction. Yeah. (laughs) This is never going to happen. No. We never know what's going to happen. Um, I think we'll get one callback because that seems – I think that – I want more callbacks. I love when they do that. I love, like, the continuity of seasons, but I don't think we're going to get that. I think that um, we're going to get a more Cartman-centered episode. He was pretty not relevant this episode, but he was last episode. I don't know that we're going to get it next week, but I think that one of these ten episodes – will definitely be a Me Too episode. And uh, I expect that. And That's perhaps, a great call. Perhaps that will be when we see the return of Heidi. I don't know. Just thought it might happen. But what they would probably do is it would be a reverse Me Too where it's, uh, you know, it's happening to one of the boys and, you know, the girls are harassing them because I feel like that's the spin that, that uh, Trey and Matt would put on it. This is just the non sequitur, but if 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 you guys want a great commentary on the Me Too movement, the latest season of BoJack Horseman is quite funny. So get caught up. It's on Comedy Central. Just saying, not well, the newest season. The, but. Yeah, the old seasons are on Comedy Central, but the new seasons are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we all have Netflix. Come on, we either have it or we steal somebody's yeah. password. That's right. Uh, I'll give you Steph's password <laughs> if you don't have one. Um, it's I, it's I hate Steph. I'm sorry. <laughs> The only thing um, – okay, so um, this is – I wrote it on the board for us. We're only a few weeks out from Jack and Crack yes, Witch Week. I'm really glad we're, you mentioned are this. We're praying that they bring some sort of callback. Please. Uh, you know, there's only two things in life that I truly need and I want. This year we're going balls to the wall for Jack and Crack Witch Week all week. I mean God knows how we're going to show up to actual studio. Uh, yeah, we're going to be so and jacked up and cracked a, out. As we discussed before we went on the air, Halloween is on a Wednesday this year. It's, so. it's going to be nuts. It is. And I'll be giving out Jack and Crack to trick-or-treaters at my house right before I come over to the studio. It's your patriotic duty. Yeah. The other thing, and speaking of butters, I really miss him standing up wieners out. <laughs> you know, it's. I think I thought it was such a good movement and... Whatever happened to that cause, I don't know, but I let my wiener out every now and then. It is football season. They could tie that in again. (laughs) That's true. I don't think they will, but, you know, God bless Butters and his little wiener. All right. What were you going to say? I was just going to say Oliver Quinn in the chat said, next episode is going to be Coon and Friends, hopefully. A lot of confidence. Oh, my God. I love Coon and Friends. I remember last season, the like one episode I was out of town for was the Coon and Friends episode. And it was all it was all I wanted was more Coon and Friends. So I hope, Oliver Quinn, I hope you're absolutely right. And we have Coon and Friends. Maybe every episode the rest of the season. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I also want one Terrence and Phillip episode. Anyway. Yes! That would be good. Well, let us know if you if you agree with us and also if you stand up with your wiener out. Right yeah, in the comment section. Don't send, don't send us pictures. No, they can't in the comment section. They could figure out a way. Ah. They, could, they could do it with, like, emojis. Well, speaking of that, how can they follow you? <laughs> 
Christian DMZ. If you want to send me uh, any dick pics, you can send them to oh, at yeah. Christian DMZ. Over 18. Yeah. Mom, please do yeah. not solicit dick pics right now. No, I don't really want them. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and uh, anywhere else that you feel like sending them. <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Steps No pics, please. Just what kind if, words. What if they're pics of like, what they had for lunch? Okay, that's uh, fine. Food lunch is fine. Picks. Hashtag lunch pics. Uh, they will get so creative with those food pics. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to put their balls on it. <laughs> I'm at Phil Svitek. This is, of course, at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys for joining us on South Park Weekly, the after show for South Park. We will see you next time for Episode 3. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Founder Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.